listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Well, greetings. It's so good to have you here. I just want to remind you of our um, our email address, which is nevergiveup777 at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear your input on guests, things you're interested in, things that you're challenged with. So we'd love to uh, hear from you. Uh, once again, I'm in the studio with Miss Marilyn Nathan from Seattle, Washington. She has been my friend of 32 years, and I'm excited to have her here with us in Boston. And we just kind of wanted to encourage you today on letting go. You know, sometimes we hold on to things, hold on to past hurts and feelings. Sometimes we hold on. And I think that if we could learn to let go of the things we need to let go of, it will put us in a preposture, a better posture to be able to receive and accept what God has for us. And, and this would help us to not be so ready to give up, right? And so uh, we're mm-hmm. going to kind of talk about, you know, not letting go. But before we do, we want to just say, hey, hey, Miss Marilyn, listen, sometimes our audience always loves tips, on how to stay grounded and connected to God. So what would be some tips that you could give? Well, first of all, you got to know who God is. He said you have to diligently seek him, and those that diligently seek him shall be rewarded. And uh, in order to uh, stay grounded, because, for instance, you go to work every day, and you know the rules of your uh, employment, and you go there and apply all those rules, and you stay grounded by getting up in the morning, coming home, and getting up the next day because you know the standards and rules, and you know your employer, and you, you I assume you love what you're doing. So to stay grounded, you got to know God, and all to know God, you have to read His Word, and you have to think on His Word, and not only read His Word, you have to apply His Word and see that if His Word works. <coughs> And when you start applying this word and obeying this word, you see that God is who he says he is. He He keeps his promises. And also you have to communicate with God. You have to talk to him. You don't have to have the posture all the time being on your knees. Just talk to him all during the day, during the time that you're working or when you're going through hard times. Just whisper, Jesus, help me. Or Jesus, I love you. And also tell him of his worth to you, to you how value he is to you through worship and also fellowshipping with other people that loves God or other people that can build you up and edify you. And that's how I stayed grounded in the Lord. Sometimes I want to give up. Yeah. But when you become connected to him, the Holy Spirit in you won't allow you to give up. And as uh, he will send someone to encourage you to get up when you're weak. So just in anything... In life, just life principles, stay connected to whom that you want to know. And like you have a friend, you want to stay connected with a friend, so you call that friend. Yeah. 
you you visit that friend and you express your love to that friend and that's you have to just nurture that relationship with the father to stay grounded. Yeah, I think um sometimes we we have been taught to make it so complicated. Yeah. But when I was listening to you, it almost sounded like what we would do with a friend. Right. You know. So it's almost like, you know, I have um on my phone um Jesus seven 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 seven. You know, that's mm-hmm. the phone number. Mm-hmm. Now I know when I click that phone number, you know, um, you know, heaven isn't gonna answer but yet he does you know what I mean it's like you know it just for me it was a physical way of saying all right instead of calling a friend let me dial up Jesus right Mm -hmm. and then it just would prompt me to want to pray you know I still may need to call a a person because the Bible says there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel Mm -hmm. but but oftentimes I think that that we do it backwards where we go to others and then go to Jesus yeah. when maybe we should go to the Lord. And then he, in our pouring out, we may find that we don't need to go to someone else right. or he'll direct us to who to go to. Amen. Because sometimes we go to people who will try to co-sign, right, right, what we're feeling or be in agreement in a space that we might need to be ushered out of, right? right? Maybe mm-hmm. the enemy is trying to, maybe the Lord is trying to shine light in a situation because that's where he wants us to kind of work in. Right. right? You know? And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, so it's like talking to a friend, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I, I have on my wall. I, I, I mean, a big picture that says, you know, give it to God and go to sleep. Amen. It's like, why are you pondering on all that stuff? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, because we can get really deep when it comes to trying to analyze our life, our situation, especially the life of others or the life of our children, yeah. right? To so finally, it's like sometimes it's like, you know what? Just give it to God. Amen. Go to sleep. And you know what? You wake up. You, you have a refresh. You're, you're, you have a different perspective. Um, and it works on our trust in God, right? right. Because Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us, look, yes. trust in the Lord. Yes. Yeah, I've given you friends and you have family, but trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and lean not to your own understanding. Yes. And don't we always what try to go to our intellect, yeah, our man. understanding, yeah. what Picasso said. No, that's mm-hmm. a painter. But, you know, <laughs> what yeah. philosophers say, yeah. you know, what what did Tony Robbins say? Mm-hmm. You know, what did T.D. Jake say? But, you know, what, 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 is, what does God say Amen. about the situation? Amen. You know, it's great to have those types of influences, but what did God say about it? Right. And am I really walking in obedience to what God said first? Because yes. he did say, first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right. and all other things will be established. But I think when we go to Tony Robbins first and not God, mm-hmm. and I've done it, so I'm not coming at anybody. You know, mm-hmm. I went to all the self-help books in Barnes and Nobles and read through them only to come to the conclusion that one, they were really copying the gospel. Right. They were they took their excerpts from the Bible mm-hmm. and expounded on them, you know. Yeah. And two, I always ended up, you know, uh, where the Lord would minister to me through the word or through a song, you know, yeah. that that was singing about the word, you know. And yeah. so, you know, there's there's no one way. Yeah. We're not trying to come and say to you, there's only this way. Right. There's 
There's not, you know. Yes. But, um, you know, how do you rest in him? Some people say, well, I go for walks, you know, of nature, you know, yeah. being grounded. You know, I heard somebody tell me, you know, take your shoes off and put your feet in the sand. I almost had like 52 reasons why I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it works for them. They take their shoes off. They stand in the patch of grass and they feel connected and grounded. And then they lift their hands and begin to give God glory. Mm-hmm. So I can't knock it until I try it. You know, in my mind, that's not my go to. That wasn't that wouldn't be what I would have thought of for me, you know. But then I realized, well, I, how I like to rest is I like to go swimming and I like to put on my snorkel and I like to be emerged under the water because then the, it's like it's like float. You're floating. You're the sound of the water. Everything's clear, like everything gets cleared for me and I only hear God. Mm-hmm. So but then I found out like, what happens when you can't get to the water. Well, I tried the tub, you know, not the same, but I love the water. It's relaxing. It's peaceful. It grounds me. So I get it. Try something. But in your trying it, you're seeking. You want to get God's attention. You got to find the way that you and God are going to develop your relationship because it's your relationship and nobody gets to define it. You do. But just this discovery alone can be freeing and breathtaking and an experience. I, I want to make my journey with God fun. Like, right? I don't believe Jesus is not a not, is not, a not fun person, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know he was casting demons and healing the sick, right? But I believe he had some downtime and he played with children. And you know what? And even when he was conducting business, he was, he was about his father's business, Right? Didn't mean he didn't have joy. He had to have the fruit of the Spirit, right? Because he's not going to tell us things that he didn't do. So he walked in the fruit of the Spirit. He said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So, I mean, these are all great things. Thank you for sharing, Miss Marilyn. Um, I kind of wanted to, as a topic, talk about letting go, right? And that's, it's not easy to always let go, you know, <clears throat> and it's easier said than done, but we're going to kind of look at some things that letting go is not. So, you know, letting go doesn't mean that you don't care, right, about the situations. But it just simply means that, you know, I got to kind of, I can't, I can't do it for someone else. And so sometimes we have to let go of people, especially if they're not a positive influence, especially if they're not going to help us in the direction that we say we want to go in, right? And I think I used this example before. It's like you can't say you want to play the guitar and you're not doing anything to work towards that. You're not even trying to save money to buy a guitar. You're not trying to learn the notes. Like So, you know, sometimes we just have conversational things we like to do. But how do we really, you know, move forward? So, you know, we, I've talked a minute. I want to kind of hear what Miss Marilyn has to say. Oh, yes. I, I always look at the scripture. There's a season for everything. You know, it's, it's a time to keep and it's a time to throw away. Yes. And you have to know what season that the Lord has you in. Because there are times when you, like for instance, she gave an example of relationships. 
there are times when you might need to um, impart in some people, and there's a time when God says it's time to let go. And sometimes when we, uh, for example, our children, when we desire to see them and to be certain type of people, we realize that you have to come to the realization that you are powerless when that comes to that because only God can transform or change any person. So when you come to the point of you come to the end of yourself, that's when it's time to let God do what he can only can do. And we get to realize also there are things in our life that cause us anxiety, mm. a lot of anxiety. And when you come to that, um, it's overwhelming and you become sort of paralyzed and you can't make any decisions, you make wrong decisions. And I, most of what I do, I have to resort back to how God tells me to handle that anxiety. I have to realize first that he cares for everything that may be going through my thought life or going through my, my life, period. I have to realize that, God, you say you care for me and show me how to put all this anxiety on you and put it in your hand because, you know, I'm incapable of, of causing a change, but you're all-powerful, yeah. and nothing is too hard for you. And and it comes to the matter of learning to trust him, and when we learn to trust him, I think uh, that scripture that we've said, oh, we always recite, trusting him with all our heart. Yes. Because sometimes we think too much. We try to think it out, and we try to say, okay, I got to find a method. We're not saying being passive and lazy, but go before God and say, God, Direct my path. Let me hear your voice in this this situation because there's no uh, uh, fit-all method, you know, that it take care of everything. God has different methods of, of the way that we can do things, but you have to seek him because he has the wisdom. He is all-knowing. So in that process that we can sort of let go when he says time to let go. That's right. Yeah, because sometimes you stay too, when you stay too long, you know, it can take a part of you. It can destroy you, and it, and it takes time to recover from that when you stay too long. So just say, God, I give it to you. Yes, and that's that's good advice, mm-hmm. you know. I know Isaiah 43, um, 18, I think, it says, Remember not the former things, mm-hmm. nor consider the things of old. He said, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Amen. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Mm-hmm. And I look at that like, <laughs> you know, that when I have something with a closed fist, something in my hand, then I'm not able to receive what God has. So I've got to let go yeah. of the things that I might be carrying mm-hmm. to give it to God so he can put in place my hands. He said, listen, don't remember those past things, yes. the former things, right? Yes. Those things of old, who you used to be, you know? He yes. said, because I am desiring to do a new thing. Yes. He said, now it springs forth. Do you yes. perceive it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a question like, wow, not always, right? Because yes. we're so busy we I, listen. We don't want to miss it. We're so busy remembering, right, that yeah. we're not perceiving the new thing mm-hmm. that he's doing. So we've got to let go. 
Yes. You know, because we're going to miss our blessing. Amen. We're going to miss maybe the plan that he has for us. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, you know, um, so that's really important. He also said, let all, in Ephesians 4, 31, 32, he said, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. Let it go. Let it go. You know, let it go. What your cousin did, what, what your cousin said, you know, what your mama did, but daddy, pe- let it go. All malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. So he's giving us a, like a sort of blueprint on what to do. He's like, number one thing, let it go. Yes. You can't hold on to it. It's like you can't, you can't move forward looking through your rearview mirror. Right. You might mm-hmm. could do it for a minute, but not for a long period of time. In order to really see where you're going, you got to look forward. You're going to have to let things go. Yeah. Because I feel like if we don't, we're not going to be able to carry what it is that God has for us now. Amen. Hallelujah. And then another word, you know, that we see in the Bible uh, from letting go is, guess what? You got to cast it, cast all your anxieties on him, cast all your cares on him Mm -hmm. because he cares for you. So it's like, look, you got to let it go to give it to God so that he can carry it. Yeah. So that he can transform it. Like he can give us beauty for ashes. What the enemy has meant for our destruction. God, if we give it to him, can turn it around for our good. You know? They say, the Bible says that a fool gives full vent to his spirit. But a wise man quietly holds it back, right? I think a wise man can let that stuff go. Not just vent and spew out and allow it to take them deeper and deeper in the hole. Yeah. You know? So did you find uh, in your journey with God, Miss Marilyn, sometimes hard to let things go? Yes. Yes, it is. It is because you have that, uh, like for instance, you have that recorded going in your mind, all the negative things going in your mind, all the things of the past just rehearsing in your mind and you tend to practice those negative things. So in order for to, to be able to let go all that negative thoughts and negative behavior, you have to replace it with something positive. You have to renew your mind. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a one-time thing. That's right. It's every day. Because over the years from the time of you being born, you saw things that, have, that you've, uh, that has an imprint in your mind. So now you got to start just renewing, get rid of all the that old paradigm yep. and put in the new paradigm of who God say we are and, and start just 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 thinking on those things because we have been always thinking on negative things and as a result, it yield negative behavior. So every day, find a scripture, a positive quote that calls your mind to be, be renewed. And forget about those things that are behind you and look toward the things that are ahead, ahead of you. And I, I remember the scripture said, he said, I run this race and lay aside every weight. Because when you're Ooh. running away, a race, 
Yes. And when you're carrying a heavy weight, you can't you can't run fast. You know, you get tired, you get weak, you're breathing hard, you're sweating hard. But he said, take away all that stuff that's entangling you, and that's preventing you from running in this race and walking in the destiny that God has created for you to walk in. Amen. Yes. Yes, that's good stuff. Well, I, I'm Proverbs 4, 25 through uh, 27 in the ESV translation. Yes. It says, let your eyes look directly forward mm-hmm. and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Then all your ways will be sure. Mm. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Right. Wow, what a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. Take your take take take. You know, you got to let go from putting your path and your presence around evil things. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to not look backwards, but look forward. Amen. You know? You got to look straight before you. Yes. You know, and I I like what um Paul said in Philippians 3, 12 through 14, he said, not that I have already obtained this Mm -hmm. or that I'm already perfect. He said, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. He said, brothers, I I do not consider that I have made it my own, Mm -hmm. but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press Mm -hmm. on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He had to let it go. go. Forget those things that lie behind you. Forget it. it. Sometimes we can't fix it. You Mm -mm. can't analyze it enough. You know, you know, someone may, they may not have apologized. Yes. You gotta let it go let so that go. you can get to moving forward. So you can get to that business. You know, sometimes you gotta let go of that argument that you had with your spouse so mm. that you can move forward yes. to how, how God wants you to, to operate in your mm. marriage. Mm. Sometimes you just gotta give people mercy. Mm. You're like, Lord, I'm just gonna let, I'm yes. letting go. I'm gonna give it to you. Yes. Give it to him so you can sleep with peace. Amen. Give it to him so that you can um, be transformed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't hold on to that stuff, right? Amen. I mean, I've you know you you hold on to it. Well, let let's talk about what what what's happening when you hold on to all that bitterness or anxiety. It just causes more anxiety. Mm-hmm. It causes more fear, more disruption in your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us, right, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Mm-hmm. Be angry and don't sin. Don't sin. Do not let go. Mm-hmm. Don't give in to your flesh and your emotions. Yes. Don't give in to your assumptions that, oh, this person doesn't want to speak to me. You don't know what that person is thinking. Yeah, it might have been a hard day. They, they, they might be a tough day. They might have even had a loss. They might have even, you know, not even be focused on it. They could have just lost their job. Amen. You cannot think for a moment that you can perceive what's in the mind of people. Amen. 
They say God only knows our heart. Mm-hmm. He only knows what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Even the enemy doesn't know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. He only looks and listens. He looks at your response to things. He kind of kind of hears what you say. So when you speak out negativity, yeah. when you speak out defeat mm-hmm. and the enemy hears it, he's like, oh, there it is. And he'll send every demon to try to take you down. Amen. And the very thing that you just said. Amen. Don't say nothing. Speak those things that are not as though they are. Yes. My business is successful. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. Amen. I am the head and not the tail. Amen. I am a lender and not a borrower. Yes. I have everything that I need when I need it. Yes. God is with me. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a very present help in my time of trouble. Glory. We ought to speak Praise him. what we want to see. Yes, what Lord. God says is the possibility. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your love, your redeeming love. Thank you for your patience and your kindness. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Dad. And, you know, we've got to also submit ourselves to God. Right? Yes. He said, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Not your neighbor, to God. He said, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will begin to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. A lot of times... We're thinking about so many things. Amen. The news, the shootings, the killings. Yeah, I want to be aware, I so. but I don't want to be so deeply involved with it that I, I lose sight yeah. of where I want this society to go. I don't want to just talk about the problems, but I want to see where I can make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see, okay, I know that it seems like our our young people are not passing exams and tests and they don't have academic confidence, right? So how can I make a difference? How many kids do you bypass on your way to church and you can take them with you? Mm-hmm. How many how many opportunities do we bypass, right? Mm-hmm. When we can we can pour into a family who doesn't have so much. I was the family that people poured into because I didn't have. Now I'm able to pour into others. Don't miss your opportunity to be a blessing. But you won't be able to if you can't let go. Amen. You're going to give up if you don't let go. Amen. Because all that pressure and all that stuff will begin to weigh you down. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. We want to be on top of it. We don't want to be underneath the problem. We want to be on top of it. Right? Because God is on top. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Time goes by so quick. But I want to speak into your life today. Command your week. You tell your week how great it's going to be. Amen. And watch God smile on you. I just pray the blessings of God upon your life and to remember that greatness is on the inside of you. 
You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones, and we thank you for our guest, Marilyn Nathan, who's with us from Seattle, Washington. Thank you, Miss Marilyn. Thank you for having me on. God bless everyone. Bye. <laughs>